Hello and welcome to the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast, a resilience podcast where we talk about all the challenging things that we're working to overcome like anxiety, obesity, health, and relationship issues. My name is Sarah. I've been doing a lot of work to rid myself of diet culture, but at the same time, I know I'm not feeling as healthy right now as I would like to be. It's always a challenge when you're struggling with the right way to eat, the right way to be healthy, is there even a right way? And then you're not sure when you're just being marketed to versus what is actual help. So that's why I'm really excited this week to speak with our guest, Sue Ann M. Hickey. She's a certified naturopath based in Quebec, Canada, that focuses on a body typology system to have you feeling the most energy and be at your healthiest. So enjoy this conversation with Sue Ann M. Hickey, all about body typology. So welcome, Sue Ann, to the podcast. I'm so happy to connect with you today. Yeah, thanks for having me, Sarah. I'm really glad to be here. No problem. So why don't we start with you providing a bit about your background and then how you got into working in body typology? Yeah, so um, I grew up with, with a pretty healthy lifestyle with my family and uh, exercise. My dad was a big skier and lots of uh, fun outside. I'm the youngest of five kids, so we were very active. And then I went through, you know, my teens and 20s where that probably went by the wayside as I partied my way through university and uh, mm -hmm. all of that. And then it wasn't until I was 30 that I started practicing yoga and everything started changing from that moment. Uh, yoga was a real catalyst for change for me, for my health and my whole life, really. And... Um, through that, I started teaching yoga and I taught for a total of 24 years. And then gradually I decided that I wanted to take it to another level and I started training as a naturopath. So that was a great segue from kind of the healthy lifestyle and yoga that I loved to start helping my clients learn how to eat a healthier diet and heal their ailments naturally. And then body typology was one of uh, the first things we learned in my school to be a naturopath was about that there was four different body types and it had to do with the glands and when my teacher was describing the thyroid body type, I was like, that's me, that's me, that's me, that's me across the board. That was 100% a really great description. And when I started making changes to my diet and eating right from my body type, I just felt so much better so much more balanced, um, cravings went away. I used to have eczema on my hands for 20 years and that cleared up and never came back. My hypoglycemia was pretty well a thing of the past and I just increased my strength and stamina. So I never look back. I'm like, okay, I'm eating this way for the rest of my life. This is uh, so amazing. And I wanted to start sharing it with my clients and as many people as possible. Oh, wow. That's great. And you, so, yeah, you trained to be a naturopath a little bit later in life. That's definitely tricky. I know it's a lot of years in terms of school. Yes. Well, I'm a certified naturopath, so there's different uh, recognitions. I know 
in Ontario in Canada, you have a naturopathic doctor training, which I didn't do, but I am a certified naturopath. And I think no matter what, uh, no matter what training we have, we each bring our own tools to the table and our own experience. And um, there's always wonderful tools that we can use to help our clients heal. No, that's great. And great that you, you know, felt better from the changes. So maybe you can dig more in how is the body typology system maybe different than kind of a lot of the wellness guides or other diets that we see. And a lot of those focus on restriction that many of us have been through. So I'm just wondering how the system is so different and kind of give us a glimpse into how you felt great. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I think the challenge with so many restrictive diets is people that want to lose weight, they try and find something that's a little too harsh, too restrictive. You know, they want to lose weight quickly. They want the, the, the press the fast forward button. <laughs> and um, it's not sustainable is the main thing. They're depriving themselves. They're, you know, not really happy. The keto is one thing people do, mm. which I find can be you know you can have clean keto which can be okay but then you have the really heavy fat high fat you know low carb keto which can be detrimental to our health and like there's hardly any fiber in the diet so people get really constipated mm -hmm. so there's too many yeah restrictive hardcore diets that people are doing um, with body type and eating right for your body type, the way it works is, um, as I said, it works with your glands. So we distinguish four different types, either adrenal, pituitary, thyroid, or for the woman only, there's gonad, which has to do with the ovaries. Now, some people might think, oh, I have hypothyroid, so therefore I must be thyroid type. No, we don't. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't mean that anything is wrong with the glands. It's just that we each have a dominant gland that's working harder than the others and the other glands are trying to catch up. So when mm -hmm. we start eating the right foods at the right time for our body type, that dominant gland calms down and the other glands get stronger. And that's what creates the balance. Like the whole body physically feels better. And, um, you know, I teach a lot more than that in nutrition, you know, how to replace ordinary foods with more nutritionally dense alternatives so people feel um, satisfied longer they're not reaching as much for unhealthy snacks in between meals so it's really a healthy way of eating that people can sustain long term which in my opinion is the most important thing right we don't want like mm -hmm. this restrictive diet we're going to do for a certain amount of time because we want to wear the dress to the wedding or whatever right you know, the main goal I want my clients to have is to help in, improve their health, increase their health and focus on being healthy and happy and eating a healthy way with some deviations, as I call them. I don't like the word cheats, mm -hmm. and, you know, enjoying those deviations, not feeling guilty. Um, and then you're on track most of the time. And that's the way to make it healthy long term. Mm -hmm. Okay, no, that sounds really interesting. Um, and I know on your website, there were some pictures um, kind of that go along with the body types for each of those thyroid, adrenal, pituitary, gonad. Um, so is that the best way like looking at the pictures? Or I know there was a quiz as well. Is that kind of how is the best way to figure out which one that you would fit into? 
Yeah, that's a great question because a lot of people see the pictures and they might uh, try and figure out from the, the pictures, but it is, uh, there's a lot more to it than that to try and figure out your body type. I think the best way, if people are really curious, is on my website, uh, bodytypology.com. There's a description of each of the types. And so when I work with my clients for the first time, I look at their food cravings, their energy levels. Are they a morning type or are they a night owl? Do they need a lot of sleep? What kind of ailments are they more prone to? Because that's a, a really key indicator. Um, what yeah, cravings, food preferences, and yes, where they tend to gain weight on the body. But that's just you know one um, way of figuring out what their body type is. And the other thing is personality. So it's fascinating, like the gonad type, which has to do with the ovaries, they're really the motherly caregiving type. They love having kids. They love taking care of their kids and often to the detriment of self. They don't take enough time for themselves um, uh, when they're taking care of others a little bit too much. Mm -hmm. And then for like the adrenal body type, they're strong, they're sociable, they're very determined. Um, they generally have a strong upper body. Um, they're strong physically. They feel that they can overcome any conversation, any challenge. Um, so they have like a, a different kind of personality. So it's really interesting that, yeah, even the personality plays a role, but all these different factors um, play into figuring out a body type and the quiz is fun but it's more just to incite interest because mm -hmm. it's pretty hard to figure out someone's body type with just 10 questions and so many people have so many different cravings <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. well and it, it changes over life too so is this something that you know if like your body type as a teenager is that kind of your body type for life or can you switch around throughout you know say pre-pregnancy post-pregnancy how does it work yeah, it can. It's rare, but it can switch. That's uh, interesting you brought that up because uh, post-pregnancy, it can switch. Some women say, you know, I feel completely different <laughs> ever since I gave mm -hmm. birth. And they might have uh, changed their body type when they gave birth. But in general, it comes about around puberty and it stays and it doesn't change. And we're only one body type. We can't be like a combination of too. <laughs> okay. Okay. So yeah, there's no hybrids or something like that. Yeah, no. And then, so once you've figured it out um, for each person, and, and so, you know, in your case, you said you were the thyroid body type, then does it come with sort of, here are the best ways to eat? Like, is that something you've figured out in your practice then? Uh, it's what we learned in school. Yeah, that's exactly it. So um, yeah, a little bit more of an explanation. So for Say someone is kind of slow in the morning, takes them a while to get going, their energy is kind of low, you know, they like their coffee. So that could indicate that their metabolism is kind of slow in the morning. So a small mm -hmm. light breakfast could be perfect for them. Often they'll say, you know, I'm not even that hungry in the morning. A medium to light lunch. And then dinner is the main meal of the day as that is when their metabolism is highest and that's when they're going to burn it off most, most easily. So it goes completely against the old adage, like eat mm -hmm. breakfast like a king, you know, lunch like a prince, dinner like a pauper. I've had clients that have been trying to do that, that were like an adrenal body type and they couldn't figure out why they were always hungry. 
and it just wasn't working um, for some people if they are like a body type that's kind of slow in the morning and they have like a brunch with bacon and eggs and toast and hash browns that could trigger them to be actually even more hungry all day long mm-hmm. so it's really about the right foods at the right time and like for myself I was vegetarian for 16 years and I really believe that a plant-based diet is one of the healthiest diets that we can eat however for my body type you know as my teacher was explaining that I wasn't getting enough protein from my vegetarian diet for me Mm. and that could work perfectly for other body types but I was just hungry all the time I was like snacking all the time my energy was up and down all the day you know I was going like more bread and like cereal and and in the afternoon my energy would just crash and I would yawn for half an hour so you know I needed more eggs I needed like fish and chicken and believe me I didn't want to Mm -hmm. (laughs) being a yoga teacher and I was like no way I was really stubborn but um you know with many hours of training and learning about this I'm like okay this makes so much sense I'm gonna try and I did and uh that was when I I started feeling much better and more balanced uh, and uh kept on eating that way and was it something like you felt the effects pretty quickly then once you switched over to the diet? Uh, it's really, um, hmm, that's a good question. Maybe I guess a week or two, but I was also making a lot of other changes, learning everything I was in right. my classes to be a naturopath. But it was the, like the strength and the stamina was over time. When I first started my classes to be a naturopath, I was in I had just joined a local cycling club and I was like in the slowest group at the beginning and I would come home after a long ride and be like on the couch unable to move. Mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. then, you know, by the next year and gradually I just became stronger and faster and people were asking me like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then I was like able to ride with some of the fastest members in the club. So it is gradual. I think all health and healing because I probably was pretty weak after 16 years of not getting enough protein, probably lacking in iron and B12 and, you know, enough protein and all these things. It took a while for me to gain back that strength, but it did, uh, yeah, never changed since then. That's great. Um, So one thing I've talked about a little bit on the podcast is this movement that's kind of new to me called Health at Every Size. And that really speaks to intuitive eating and breaking sort of this diet culture, you know, this is how we should all look type of type of modality. So is this something that would you think would fit in with this um, kind of body typology? Do you ever draw from this in your practice? Um, I, I mean, I really believe of course that you know body shaming is horrible and I support all my clients exactly where they're at Um, so I believe a part of health at every size is for sure really important and true Um, and intuitive eating to a a certain extent I would say Um, however looking at that Um, you know as long as we're eating healthy at every size if we're not then you know then it's not going to work very well the same thing with intuitive eating I find that some body types might struggle with portion control so if they're just you know eating when they want and eating maybe bigger portion sizes and then feeling kind of tired after 
you know, you really have to listen to your body. You really have to look at your health. Are there any health issues? If there are, then how can we take it a step further? And how can we learn how to maybe reduce our portion control if we need to? And then intuitive eating also. Some people, like myself, when I was really imbalanced before, I was eating, as I said, like so often mm -hmm. because I was always hungry. So people will say, well, you know, I need six meals, six small meals a day. I might disagree with that. I find that if we eat three really nutritionally dense meals, we might not need as many meals during the day. So, I mean, everyone has to find what works for them in the end mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and what they feel good with. So, yeah, there's a lot of ways to get to our goals. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And it really seems like with the body typology, you know, just from, from hearing you talk that, yeah, like a specific diet like keto or high protein or whatever across the board where everybody says, no, this is the way for everyone. It doesn't seem like that. It seems like that might be the way for one of those body types, but not necessarily all. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. You know, you can put three people on a grapefruit diet. One might feel amazing and <laughs> mm -hmm. drop drop the pounds and feel great. Another one might feel kind of not, not, not much different. And another might feel horrible and say, this is the worst thing ever. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, my big, uh, I'm a big advocate of one size fits all doesn't work. So mm -hmm. I find that's why body typology does work so well. It's because... Um, everyone is unique as their own fingerprints. So let's find a personalized way of eating that works for each person. And so what kind of tools do you use with your clients in order to help them kind of meet that best self? And, you know, in the case of body typology, is it meal plans or are there different kind of techniques you use? Um, yeah, I put together a whole program. Um, I always say that like focusing on our thoughts and mindset is one of the biggest things we can do when we're going towards a healthier lifestyle because it's our thoughts that control our feelings and our actions and in turn our habits. So I have a lot of little written exercises that I give my clients to do, a whole manual that I put together, a lot of motivational things for them to read. And, you know, I encourage them as much as possible and I help them um, replace their negative talk with more positive self-praise because I think that's something most people walking planet Earth struggle with. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, society tells us we have to be perfect and we have to have the perfect this and that and we're so hard on ourselves. So, um, you know, tell them, okay, it's time to put down the hammer and stop beating ourselves over the head and mm -hmm. focus more on switching those negative uh, the negative thoughts and negative things we're telling ourselves to positive things um, help them believe in themselves the same way when I was starting in my business I had a business coach that believed in me when I was struggling at the beginning like there's so much to know and and mm -hmm. uh, so giving them that belief giving them that encouragement you know um, is really important and working really, as I said, on the mindset and the thought process, as well as the healthy eating and encouraging them to move their body. They set their goals each week. I hold them accountable. So it works well that way. Oh, that's great. So it is really, you know, you have that self input then as well in terms of setting your goals. And I was just going to touch on movement. So yeah, do you see that 
as a key part. I know there are some, um, you know, traditional diets where, you know, movement isn't really, really in there or the movement is put in as a kind of you can eat more if you move. And so, um, yeah, I just kind of wondered with with the body typology, is it sort of a separate thing or how does it accompany um, just health, I guess? Yeah, always, always important to add that in um, without saying, yeah, well, I can eat more now because I just went for a half an hour walk. Mm -hmm. Exactly, <laughs> um, yeah. It's, you know, it's one of the keys, indi key indicators that uh, show us how long we're going to live uh, doing exercise. So um, I always say that the best exercise is the one that you love and the one that you will do. So um, I encourage my clients to find what they love to do, find the time to move their body in whatever way works for them. And that being said, there are specific exercises that are better for each body type as well. So um, the pear shape or gonad body type, they tend to gain weight a little bit lower body. So if they tell mm -hmm. me, oh, you know, I just want to do spinning classes like six days a week, that might not be the best thing for them because they might bulk up their already bigger lower body. So right. doing upper body strengthening could help them and, and moving the whole body. And the opposite is true for the adrenal body type or kind of apple shape. If they, you know, want to do weights like all the time and upper body weights, they'll bulk up their already bigger lower body, upper body rather. So doing an aerobic type exercise or walking and things like that would be best for them. So yeah, definitely exercise is key. And I find, you know, my clients, the more exercise they do, the more quickly they drop the pounds they want to. Oh, that's really interesting that, uh, yeah, the different body types then also equal different exercise. And so, yeah, I'm interested in the adrenal. So does that include like adrenal burnout or um, maybe that's kind of beyond because I'm still thinking of kind of the gland and something not working properly, I guess. Yeah, I mean, anyone could have adrenal fatigue or adrenal burnout and not necessarily be an adrenal body type. Okay. But it's interesting because the adrenal body type tends to interiorize their stress. So they do have to be careful with adrenal fatigue, even though, as I said, they're really strong. They're the strongest of the four body types. So, you know, usually I really encourage them to do everything they can to better manage their stress. Cause even um, at that, if they have a ton of stress all day long, the body will hold on to the weight because of the stress. You know, mm. So if they don't learn how to find outlets to let their stress go, then the weight loss might not happen. So, um, yeah, an adrenal fatigue is uh, quite a, a, a large topic, but in general, the vitamin C is amazing for the adrenal gland. So, um, yeah, there's lots of tools that we can use to help that as well. Yeah, that's interesting. Maybe, yeah, that's where something like a yoga could even come in as well, right? Yes, yeah, yoga, meditation, listening to calming music, all the things that they can do, going for walks in nature, just deep abdominal breathing. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm -hmm. absolutely. And it's interesting that you mentioned vitamin C. So do you get into supplements in terms of supporting the diet as well? Um, yes, I mean, I think that it's pretty hard to get everything that we need from a healthy diet unless we're eating 
seven to 10 fruits and vegetables every day. We're eating only organic. We don't have any stress at all. We live in an ideal right. world. So I think supplements and vitamins are necessary to help the body, give the body the proper tools that it needs. Um, so, but again, everyone is different in what they need. So um, mm -hmm. we look at that in general. Living in Canada here, we need vitamin D all winter long. Yeah. Um, often omega-3 is, is lacking in the diet. Um, mm -hmm. I love my complex B. It nourishes the nervous system and keeps me calm. So I often mm -hmm. also recommend that for my adrenal body types. So, and a multivitamin will give us a little bit of the extra vitamins and minerals that we might be lacking. And that being said, I think it's really important to find a really good quality vitamin and company that you can trust because there is like a huge difference between an inexpensive kind of vitamin that we might pick up at the pharmacy compared to a really good quality vitamin. I, you know, I do the comparison with some of the like Jameson gummy bears for women, which is filled with sugar mm -hmm. and hardly any ingredients in it at all compared to a really good quality vitamin. So if you are taking vitamins, make sure yeah, to, to check with a health practitioner of what your needs are. Make sure there are no contraindications if you're taking medication and get something that's really good quality. Yeah, that's good to hear because I know I spend a lot on different vitamins and stuff. And sometimes I do think like, is this really worth it? You know, I can get this for like $15 at the drugstore, <laughs> but, but you don't always know, right? And it's, sometimes it can be, can be challenging as a consumer. So that's a good tip. Yes, I think, I think it's, yeah, it is expensive. My boyfriend's like, do we really, you know, this one is like yeah. 38, $38. And I'm like, yes, but yeah. it's prevention. Like, like what, there, there's no price on prevention and keeping you healthy long-term. Yeah, no, absolutely. So let's switch gears a little bit. I know on your website, it also talked about rapid transformational therapy. And I wondered if you could explain that a little bit for the listeners and maybe what this therapy can help us with. So RTT is a process that was developed by Marissa Peer. She's in England, a therapist with 30 years experience. And, you know, as I started working with my clients and I thought, okay, I have this really amazing body type healthy eating plan, but it can only take me so far if someone is really struggling with emotional eating. If there's been childhood trauma and issues that are not resolved and they keep on reverting back to emotional eating and stress eating, how can I help my clients heal um, more the emotional side to, again, encourage them to have the long-term success that they really need? So when I, you know, a friend recommended that I take this training and I started learning about it and jumped on board, I've been so thrilled to be able to help my clients heal and it works really well. We help the client just get into a really, really relaxed state. And by doing that, you know, usually we're in our conscious thinking, analyzing mind. When we release all that and get into a really relaxed state, we go more into the subconscious mind. So then it's so much easier for them to access these key triggers that might have happened when they were 10 years old or six years old. And they form these decisions and beliefs that they've held on to for their whole life only because it's become familiar. So we're able to do different processes and um, techniques throughout um, a session, which usually is a good hour and a half to two hours, and start 
like showing them, hey, you know, you were 10 years old when this happened. You don't need this anymore. This is finished. This is gone. It's time to release it. It's time to reframe it. It's time to replace it with positive reinforcing beliefs. And then at the end of the session, I make a recording for them using their own words that we've, you know, determined before the session with all the positive reinforcing beliefs and thought patterns. So one of my clients said, it's kind of like you took a black negative wire out of my brain and plugged in a positive white one. <laughs> so hmm. um, yeah, it's very uh, beneficial to help my clients heal that part of uh, emotional emotional trauma or whatever is keeping them stuck on the emotional side. And so is it kind of, you can do that one session, like the one and a half to two hour session, and that's what you need? Or is it something like traditional therapy where you're, you know, in there every week or depending on the frequency that you need? Yeah, they say usually two to three sessions is most beneficial. For some, it, it might be one, but I find two or three is better, which is, you know, very powerful compared to, yeah, doing, I've, and I've done therapy, I think it's super beneficial as well. Um, but instead of needing a year long, you know, therapy session every single week, in two to three sessions, we can really get to a lot of the underlying issues and release them. So it's a very powerful and uh, efficient modality that works pretty quickly. Yeah, that does sound really good. And so this could even, I guess, accompany then traditional therapy as well, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. It's like another tool in our toolbox mm -hmm. to help uh, clients. And, uh, you know, a lot of my clients have done therapy, some not. So it just uh, helps them to release. Often there's a lot of tears during, during the session. And after they might say, wow, I didn't think about that like I haven't never I haven't thought about that in decades and I didn't mm -hmm. realize that I was still you know affected by that that thing that happened when I was 10 or 12 and uh, so and with the positive tape that they listen to as I said they start you know releasing it reframing it and increasing new beliefs and thought patterns so it's yeah it's really amazing I'm really happy to be using that and so at this time, like, is this something that you're able to do virtually, like online? Yes, I've only been using it uh, through Zoom, and it works just mm -hmm. as well as in person. And um, yep, since, since COVID, I have not been in my office. So I'm just happy to be able to use Zoom and work from home with, uh, without any compromise to what I'm doing. Wow. And that's great. Cause then really, you know, worldwide people can seek your advice as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I work with people all around the world. So are there any other takeaways or tools that you want to touch on for our listeners before we wrap up? Yeah, I would just say, um, that I think a lot of people, if they're you know, been trying to lose weight and they often, when they come to me, they're like so discouraged. They say like, I've tried everything and nothing works. They feel sometimes they might not even tell other people that they're trying something else because they've tried so many things. Mm. So it just like encourage them to, to not, you know, to not get discouraged and to know that yes, you can do this. Yes. It's challenging. I know 
and it's hard when we've tried so many different things but often you know as we were talking about at the beginning they've tried restrictive you know, like overly harsh diets that are not you know not um, easy to maintain so mm-hmm. yeah we just encourage them to keep on going to keep on eating healthy to listen to their body to listen to themselves and you know if they're ready to get help with someone because it's the accountability and encouragement that's really really helpful mm-hmm. for them to be able to learn exactly what they need to do so that they can then fly on their own that's always my goal for my clients to give them the tools that they need so that you know they can do it on their own after i'm really thrilled when i bump into clients and you know, years later, they're like, I'm still eating my healthy kumwit cereal, and I'm still doing the mm. things and maintaining my weight. So yeah, never give up and uh, keep on going after your healthy way of eating. I think our health is um, the most precious gift we have. So it's super important to also focus on gaining health. No, that's great. And I think, um, yeah, I definitely like that you seem to really be focusing on um, a a more nurturing, I guess I would say, way of, you know, hitting that healthy lifestyle, healthy weight, even um, uh, as compared to the harsh restriction. I think that that's something that our society needs more of. (laughs) Yes, exactly. uh... So, how can listeners find out more about you then, either online, social media? What are the best spots to find you? Yeah, sure. Um, so anywhere you look, it's always about body typology. So you can find me on Instagram. I'm doing a lot of little short videos recently. And um, my website is bodytypology.com. And Facebook also, I have a, a Facebook group and page. And if they want um, my freebie, I have a really great uh, Jumpstart Your Weight Loss Toolkit. So that includes three things. There's a three-day healthy eating meal plan with a shopping list. There's a guided meditation to overcome emotional eating, which uh, uses RTT, the Rapid Transformational Therapy. So that's really great. And also a healthy alternatives food checklist. So how to replace ordinary foods with more healthy alternatives. So you can also find that on my website, bodytypology.com forward slash toolkit. Um, Yeah, so they can find me in all those places. Okay, that sounds great. And I will link all of those places up into the show notes so that people can just click on that way. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks so much. I think uh, your podcast is amazing. You have so many interesting speakers and such great information that uh, you're helping your listeners learn a lot about health and how to improve their health. Oh, thank you so much. And thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much to Sue Ann for joining me this week on the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast. I learned a ton about body typology and how this can really be helpful. And I like that it is not really a diet, but it is rather a lifestyle, a way of eating that supports your glands, supports your body and the type that you were born with. 
I think this is a really interesting way to look at health and I'm very excited to learn more. I also enjoyed hearing about rapid transformational therapy. This is something that I haven't heard of before and I think it sounds like it can be very powerful, especially when used in combination with um, learning healthy habits and then trying to really hit your optimal self. So if you want to check out more about Sue Ann, she mentioned she's got her website, www.bodytypology.com, and that she's available on Instagram, as well as having a Facebook group. So I will, as I said, put those in the show notes. And thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really hope it's been helpful. Have a great week. I wrote a book. I'd love for you to check it out. Pendulum by S.E. German is available now. Pendulum is a heartwarming story that follows a young boy who experiences mental health challenges like anxiety, OCD and depression, ADHD and tics following an infection. It turns out he has a little known disorder called PANDAS. The book follows the young boy as he struggles with his health issues as well as regular middle grade issues and it can act as a wonderful catalyst between you and your children to talk about mental health issues and other things that are going on in their life. Pendulum is available online through Amazon Worldwide, Barnes & Noble, the Friesen Press Bookstore, and a number of other online retailers worldwide. And you can check out Chapter 1, the audio version of Pendulum for free on the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast in episode 64. I hope you enjoy Pendulum by S.E. German and let me know what you think. I'm excited to announce the launch of my author website, www.se-german.com. On this website, you can find out all the information about my publications, focused areas on my novel, Pendulum by S.E. German, where there are questions for parents as you work through the novel with your children, as well as teacher resources that can be used in the classroom. There's also information about the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast and recent press. Please visit www.se-german.com. And while you're there, you can scroll to the bottom of the homepage where there is an area to subscribe to my email list to get updates on my writing, events, and the podcast. And when you subscribe, you get a freebie. The freebie is a 30-day self-care calendar with 10-minute ideas to do self-care every day for 30 days, and you can join us for the June 30-day self-care challenge. Visit www.se-german.com. Thank you for listening to the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast. Please keep in mind this podcast is not intended to be medical or professional advice. If you are looking for that advice, please seek that out from a professional. If you'd like to hear more from me, you can visit my blog, www.theallergybeast.wordpress.com or follow me online at 
Sarah Lady Gluten on Instagram, S-A-R-A-L-A-D-Y-G-L-U-T-E-N, or the Facebook page, Sarah-LadyGluten. If you do like the podcast, please consider subscribing so that you will get the podcast update every week and or reviewing the podcast on whatever platform you listen to. Thanks again and have a great week.